Welcome to this week's episode of the Nerd Chatter Podcast, where typically two nerds sit down and chit-chat about nerd news that we find throughout the week. Uh, unfortunately, Garrett has conflicting schedule issues this week, uh, tending to some family stuff, so he's not going to be with me. Uh, so we're going to just go and fire through the roundup, got some juicy news. Uh, actually wasn't going to do the show, but woke up to some uh, some big news this morning and figured, you know, why not just run through it and, and get it out there, make sure we don't miss anything and have a longer show the following week. As always, I do like to go over some of the free games or heavily discounted games that I come across throughout the week. Uh, first and foremost, some of you might have heard, Sims 4 is going free on all platforms start, starting October 18th. Uh, relatively big news, but you know, I think anybody that's played Sims 4 in particular knows about the DLC issue with that game and how incredibly expensive it is uh, to get all of it. So, uh, you know, tread carefully with that game. It is fun though, base game. Uh, but really, you don't get into the juicy stuff until you start paying 20s of dollars at a time, you know. So uh, tread carefully on that one, but free October 18th. Uh, secondly, on the Epic Game Store until September 22nd, you have Spirit of the North, which is kind of like an indie action-adventure game. Centers around gameplay featuring a red fox and a mystical plot. Uh, I think there's like a fox spirit, and he's imbued with the power and that type of stuff. So it uh, looks fun, but free is always a good price. So go ahead and check that out over on the Epic Game Store. And while you're there, you can also check out The Captain. It's a pixel art 2D adventure game set in space on Alien Worlds. Uh, very detailed pixel art. Uh, quite beautiful, but again, free. So check that one out. Same date, September 22nd for that one. Now, typically we have a couple stories we like to talk about and admittedly a little bit too long. But this week, we're just going to go ahead and fire through the roundup since I'm doing it myself. I'm not going to have anybody to chat with. So I got some blurbs and some stuff that I wrote down here. I'm just going to read them off. Uh, we'll do the plug and we'll call it a day. Uh, but first and foremost, waking up this morning, actually... On Sunday, this is the 18th, Major Rockstar Leak is a user on the GTA forums leaked over 90 clips of the QA testing for the upcoming entry in the Grand Theft Auto lineup. Featuring a Latina protagonist and a male side character, the short clips range from a few seconds to a lengthy interaction with police as two characters attempt to rob a restaurant. The clip shows gameplay of AI interactions with an apparent ability to trigger commands to AI when a weapon is pointed at them. Uh, the rest of the clips are bugs associated with a wide variety of gameplay scenarios from water visual bugs and cover animations uh, to invisible walls and AI shootout mechanics. Uh, Rockstar quickly rushed to remove the footage from the internet, but due to the size of the leak, it seems it may be impossible by this point. Uh, people closely associated with Rockstar have commented that this is a nightmare scenario for Rockstar, and just this morning, the leaker reached out to Rockstar via the posts on the same forums stating they wanted to make a deal. So... Definitely nefarious in this sense. Very cocky. I believe that there was an issue with Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, where they did track down the leaker and, and that person uh, definitely paid for it. So I'm not sure if that's going to follow suit with this particular situation. But I did have an opportunity to, to wake up and quickly absorb all this information and see all, this, all these video clips. Uh, there's also a 50 plus minute long uh, compilation of all the clips. And really it's it, it, was, it was a QA tester working remotely. And sending his findings off to another studio, but you could see debug, you could see the code, you could see, you know, what was going on, stuff like that. Um, it was a little shoddy. You could tell that it wasn't recent. You could tell that it was probably from over a year ago. Uh, very, very kind of bare bones, but the, the the world is there. The the base mechanics are there. They're a little bit buggy. AI getting hung up, T poses, you know, the usual stuff. But they're looking past that that's not what the game was you know or that's not what the clips were you know they're not it's not gameplay footage these are people who are specifically finding bugs and things that are wrong to send to somebody to fix and presumably have have long since fixed those things and moved on 
and a comment made by Rockstar did kind of uh, verify that claim in regards to being older footage, saying that it was it was early build footage uh, that is unfortunate that it leaked. Uh, you know, you have a lot of journalists speaking about the unfortunate nature of these types of leaks and how it does negatively affect the impression that the game gives on potential customers in the future. But from what I saw, it looked impressive. It looked like GTA, but with really impressive character models. Um, the animations still look buggy, but you could tell they were unfinished. But the, the models themselves are very realistic, a lot more detailed. The faces look really good. Uh, the body dimensions look even more accurate than GTA. And some of the movement looked a lot more natural. Um, bullet mechanics, like when striking an AI, you know, it's not just that flagrant get hit, 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 and they fall. Uh, like you get in GTA 5, this was fairly realistic. <laughs> it looked fairly realistic in regards to the impact that, it, that the bullets were making to, like, the cops and stuff like that. So um, the overall feel of it felt a lot, more, a lot more real, but it still felt really within the Rockstar wheelhouse, the GTA wheelhouse, um, you know, and it, and it looked good. It looked very grimy. Uh, it was definitely Vice City, confirmed. Um, you could tell, and then on top of it, you know, there was a lot of, I don't say a lot of, but there was a number of brandings in, in certain uh, clips that showed, you know, like Vice City Police and, you know, Vice City Metro and stuff like that. So it is going to take place uh, in Vice City. Um, but as for the, like, environment, it, I'm, I'm sure it's going to have, like, an adaptive or... or or kind of always changing uh, climate or weather or what have you. But in this particular case, it just looked like I was in, you know, uh, the outskirts of San Diego. You know, I live down there and, you know, it gets a little more flat, a lot, lot more like rolling hills and it's a lot more brown and, and the air is like dusty, you know. So there's like, it's kind of like fog, but also just kind of like dusty air. Uh, it had that vibe. It had a very like realistic lived in uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Falling Down, but if you watch like Falling Down, you kind of get that grimy, orangish, gray feeling. Uh, it had that. So, um, you know, whether or not that's going to change when you get in downtown, there's bright lights and stuff like that. But uh, the outskirt, like suburb neighborhoods and, and things like that in the clips were, were definitely lived in. So it's not a very polished world from what I saw. Uh, there was also clips where the, the person was kind of interacting with an AI in, in a somewhat cinematic, like an in-game cinematic scene inside a, um, a strip club and you could see you know the strippers dancing you could see like ai kind of interacting it was still very much gta it's not like it didn't come off like like red dead where every single character had their own life that they were living in the background however you know it's rockstar so if they have that technology it would imply that they are going to have something like that where characters you know they're not just going to disappear when they rock, walk around a corner they're all going to have their kind of like lives going on and stuff like that in the background so uh seeing them rob the 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 restaurant pointing guns at the tellers telling them to, to empty the register pointing guns at people telling them to get down uh there was a prompt that i believe that popped up where he was or the person was selecting you know what to do and they were kind of following commands you could hear ai in the background talking to other ai saying that they're thinking they're going to run so it's like you can you know, and I felt a lot more lived in realistic and stuff like that. So a major leak, however, I, I tweeted out, you know, it's like, I don't see this as a huge big deal. Um, you know, I, I did see a lot of tweets following this where it's like, damn, this game looks like ass. And I mean, you can't, you can't cure stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't understand what these are. They don't under, they can't possibly fathom <laughs> the process that's involved with this or why these clips even exist. But uh, you're always going to have stupid people uh, saying stupid stuff. Uh, however, I think for people that, that are realistic and have kind of always wondered why, you know, why there's always delays and stuff like that, 
um, you know, you got a handful of QA testers who are who are their task is to, to sit there and, and do the same things over and over again until they create an issue so that the issue can be resolved before it's released and other people find it. So that's a tedious task compared to millions of people doing it all at once in the first like hour of a game release and breaking the game. That's a huge task for these QA testers and analysis to to go in and find and fix these issues that you don't even know they exist. You have to go and find them, you know, create them by just doing mundane things like jumping over this wall or jumping over this wall 16, 68 times, 69 times, you know, uh, will break the, the, the gas station down the street. You know, like you, you, <laughs> it's an unfathomable amount of, of, of labor that's involved with QA on these types of games. So, uh, I think having the ability to see this process and understand and say, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is very mundane. You know, this door opened weird. Now this person has to sit here for 15 minutes and do it over and over again until <laughs> they find out where the issue is and where it's coming from and then clip it and send it off to get it, to, you know, taken care of. And uh, I think it's insightful. I think it's, it's, I'm also impressed with what I've already seen and kind of seeing it, knowing that it's not finished because you can tell. Uh, and it's like, it's not even close to Rockstar quality. So, you know, it's like, what do you can doubt Rockstar quality? It's going to be amazing. Um, however, the mechanics and stuff in there, the small changes that I see look like it's going to just make GTA like a more fun experience to, to play with, you know? And if it does lead in with Lua and, and you can modify and, you know, there's a PC release at launch, which doubtful, you can't sell a second, second copy if that's the case. Um, but, you know, you look at the half year or year delay for PC release and then another six to 12 months, depending on the code that's involved, you know, you'll have these these 5M servers start popping up uh, with GTA 6 custom servers and RP and stuff like that. And from what I see, uh, it's just going to be more fun, more in-depth, more mechanics, more realism for that type of experience in a Miami setting. So uh, looks good. If you can run across the clips, um, you know, uh, maybe check them out. I was going to put them in the description. Unfortunately, the ones that I, I, com I comprised this morning or compiled this morning uh, are already taken down. So uh, I think it's just, you know, go find them on your own and, and enjoy. But keep in mind that it is really early uh, build. And um, you're really looking at the differences between GTA 5 and GTA 6. You're not looking at a comparison. Right? You're looking at the differences, the advancements, the changes, the little tweaks, the things that'll make the quality of life stuff, you know? Um, so keep an eye out for that and, and feel free to get excited because it looks good. Uh, secondly on here, uh, the actor who played Colossus in Deadpool, Stefan Kapichik, uh, I believe, confirmed his upcoming appearance in the MCU Deadpool, uh, Deadpool 3 film, uh, currently in pre-production. Uh, this comment was made while speaking at a convention, so... Uh, you know, you're going to have, if I mean, it's an MCU Deadpool movie and you're going to have an introduction, reintroduction of Colossus, but this being the first appearance in the MCU, that is a mutant, <laughs> you know, Deadpool is, is a mutant. So yeah, that might be, you know, that might be some way of, of, of bleeding in the X-Men a little easier too down the line is just by kind of bringing in Colossus from an already existing type of, of movie timeline. But uh, that is kind of like a soft confirmation, you know, Deadpool 3 is being made, it's already in pre-production. Uh, I think I've seen Ryan Reynolds kind of working out and getting yoked up again. You know, I believe he's uh, he's expecting another baby. Congratulations! But yeah, it's that's that's a mutant, hundred percent Colossus. So I mean, that's an X Men. So it's it's good news to hear. Uh, you know, it's 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 familiar too. It'd be a nice soft entry. Um, you know, and you can kind of build from there. You know, 
Uh, next on here, this one's actually a big one. It was going to be my main topic for the week. Uh, EVGA abruptly ends production on graphics cards, refusing to work with NVIDIA, believing EG EVGA has been mistreated, says PC Gamer. Uh, the, de the decision to stop working with NVIDIA was an easy uh, decision to make, and they have no plans of downsizing in the aftermath, even though GPU production is over 80% of their business. Uh, plans to focus on uh, other products in their lineup will support existing GPUs, uh, but will not prog uh, progress with any future models. So if you have, you know, your 10 series, 20 series, 30 series, what have you, uh, they're going to still support it. If you have any issues, their RMA will take care of it. Um, my experiences don't expect the RMA that you receive to last very long. It just needs to last long enough to complete the original warranty. So if you send in your GPU and it's damaged uh, a week before your warranty is up uh, and it dies uh, two weeks later, then, oh, well, your original warranty is up and they're not going to do anything. So <laughs> whatever, you know, I mean, it's just it's another one. But EVGA is a gigantic, gigantic name. Uh, also the slickest looking cards it's the model it's i mean it's a brand that i get you know i've, I've had multiple evgas uh, a couple of them unintentionally <laughs> you know the 980 ti's that i had both took hits uh, after a couple years so you know as long as they're supporting uh, the existing models and and they'll they'll still kind of stay in the game with their their motherboards and stuff like that uh, then you know whatever but the, the fact that they did state that they're not going to be downsizing, they don't have any plans of laying off or anything like that, and, and the impact that this is going to have on their on their overall you know fiscal year is is going to be detrimental. So we'll have to see. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on how sure on, on how realistic that claim is that they're not going to get rid of anybody since you have people that are specifically there for GPU development. But you know we'll see. But unfortunately, EVGA is out of the GPU game. This next one, a little salty. Uh, I watched this one go down on the internet. Just, it was just so weird to me. It gave off just really creep vibes. <laughs> but hashtag Teen Titans Go. Zack Snyder trends on Twitter as a handful of fans used the hashtag in seemingly every message sent that day. Zack Snyder, probably his publicist, posted a reminder about the Teen Titans Go episode on Twitter in which he does a voice cameo as himself uh, for the children's show on Cartoon Network. A number of fans and an overwhelming number of alt accounts swarmed the replies with the hashtag along with hashtag restore the Snyderverse to praise the previous DC director and beg him to return, making suggestions on the next course of action to reclaim his role within the DC and a slew of Snyder graphics and positive memes. Uh, DC fans clashed as more and more call to arm tweets were circulated that attempted to fluff the viewership of the episode to somehow send a message to WB that not only adults want Zack Snyder, but even the children. <laughs> Zack Snyder did not reply to any of the messages. Um, that's a little harsh, but really it was, it was very strange to see a bunch of, of grown adults um, rallying to watch a, a children's cartoon show because a director in the same production studio <laughs> was was associated with it and it was a cameo i mean it was it was actually kind of cool um the titans go they meet they meet Zack snyder he has a really good voice actor voice to be honest i couldn't even tell it was him but he sounded very enthusiastic very present you know and and you hear adr you hear voice actors people that you know it's like you hear anybody try to be a voice actor and then you hear like mark hamill and it's like oh you know what i mean like he's delivering a performance 
uh, Zack Snyder was actually giving a performance. He was very enthusiastic about about reading his lines, and they felt natural. Uh, they felt funny. They felt on point. So uh, it was good on that part. They walk in. They talk to him. They they're you know gushing over him like, oh my God, Zack Snyder. You know the God beams and all that stuff. So it was very self aware. And then they kind of hint at you know like, well, what would we be like in your style and stuff like that or. Uh, they make, you know, make kind of that imply of like, you know, we're obviously two different styles. So the episode turns into kind of like a, uh, I mean, I don't want to say anime, but it was like a DC animation level uh, cinematic where the Titans are grown. They're, they're more realistically designed. You know, they look more of like your, you know, uh, adult DC animations very typical of it. It wasn't very different at all. It was just very, uh, image driven of the Snyder world where it was kind of like a nightmare scene and um, you know it was uh, the parademons flying around and, and uh, you know uh, dark side was standing there that type of thing you know so it was it was fun um, and it was it was enjoyable to watch and then the episode just kind of went about itself you know it was a it was a nice little chunk uh, but it was just a cameo but uh, the fallout from that, right, the, it was like, this is it, DC has decided, he's back, this is it, boys, blah, blah, the typical stuff. So I had to write it because it was just so weird <laughs> to watch it. Uh, it was, I, I couldn't believe it, but watching the clip, it was just, it was fine. It was fun, you know, nice. He, he put some time aside, you know, he probably had committed to that like a year and a half ago, a year ago, you know, or something like that. It's just how it works. They didn't call him last week. And he stopped production on, on, or just left, you know, Rebel Moon to go do a, a clip for, it was ages ago. So, um, you know, whatever, it's, it's fun to see, but, but the, the reaction to it was way over the top and kind of cringe. So, uh, there was that, uh, next one here, Elden Ring board game now in development. It's for one to four players and it looked fun. Um, miniature look, look really good. Uh, I haven't played that game, but I've watched tons of gameplay on Twitch and stuff like that and actually enjoyed it. I know that game's not for me. I'm really bad at soul style games, um, but visually it's a very impressive game and creatively is insane. The, the creature design in that game is absolutely insane. Uh, so yeah, a nice little board game to play with family and friends and stuff like that's not that bad. So keep an eye out for that, but it is in development. Uh, nothing uh, in regards to dates or releases or anything like that yet. Next one, HBO Max cancels J.J. Abrams-led Constantine series and announced a sequel to the 2005 film starring Keanu Reeves and Francis Lawrence, the director, and Keanu Reeves himself to return. The uh, show will be shopped out to other platforms like Netflix and stuff like that. I'm a big fan of Constantine. I loved that movie when I was younger. I thought it was a good movie. I liked Keanu Reeves acting in it for the most part. Um, this is where he started to turn to the new Keanu Reeves. That's where he started doing the grimy, quiet, kind of disgruntled look, you know, brooding. Uh, that's where, this is where he started to make that big change and, and it couldn't go back to being, uh, you know, in that Bill and Ted headspace. But uh, I really like the movie. Um, you know, it's it's got the, the, the heaven and hell symbology, angels and demons and, uh, you know, and even God and Satan make an appearance in, in this movie. So, well, God in terms of light, but... I, I enjoy it and now you're 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 knocking on the door of, of Keanu Reeves being Constantine in the DCEU you know or at least the DC universe uh, I don't know the actor's name I do know that there's Constantine that's active and making appearances with the with the beige uh, trench coat and that type of thing from what I've seen actually it looks pretty good he looks very much like the the comic book character um, but it's Keanu Reeves I like Keanu Reeves so 
you know, it is a sequel to a 17 year old film and how that'll play out. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see how DC takes it about and, and what they plan on doing with, with that character and, and the universe and, and all that. But, uh, pretty, pretty random, you know, there's definitely some random WB choices being made and pulling that one out of the hat is really weird considering all the other stuff that they're scrapping and, and all this. I'm trying to pin down where their head's at, but it's, it's actually fairly difficult. So, uh, not sure. Moving on, it is confirmed that PSVR games will not be compatible with PSVR 2 headset. Uh, this coming just 24 hours after Sony criticizes Microsoft's Blizzard Activision deal as having negative implications for gamers. <laughs> so the irony there, you know, is, is that they're here talking about uh, limiting the experience for gamers and, and they're, they're railing on Microsoft for, for this Activision you know, uh, deal and, and they're going on about gamers and gamers and gamers. And then, you know, just 24 hours later is just like, no, we didn't, we didn't take the time to try to make the PSVR games compatible with PSVR two. You know, it, it's going to be one of those things, future date, you know, maybe upgrade. They're going to throw in a price there, or it's going to be one game here and there. You'll never really have your full lineup and you'll just be kind of left holding the bag, uh, with the headset that, you know, doesn't play the games you already own, which is uh, always fun when it comes to Sony. Uh, not surprising, however, kind of random uh, having, you know, making these comments and things like that about, about fairness for gamers and stuff like that. So a bit unfortunate, but we will see. I'm actually personally interested in PSVR 2, um, but I would also need a PS5 um, before I, I take care of that. But, you know, as far as a, as a headset that might get it done, the PSVR 2 seems relatively cheap. Um, but you know, I, I, they'll, they'll remedy that, I'm sure, at some point. But uh, that was a bummer. Uh, next one, Craven the Hunter, uh, the side character from the Spider-Man universe. Um, also, I believe, going to be one of the two or more villains in the upcoming Spider-Man 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation, uh, featuring Venom as well. I believe Craven is going to be one of the main antagonists in that. Um, however, it has been delayed. The standalone uh, film has been delayed until October 6th. 2023 there was a big confusion as to whether or not he's actually going to be a hunter because i mean craven the hunter is a big game hunter and the reason he's going after spider-man is because spider-man is something to hunt he's, he's the rarest you know and, and most difficult to acquire so that's he's always just a nuisance trying to take out spider-man so he can put him on his wall you know so it has a very particular mindset it's a very it's a character you're not supposed to like however the, a lot of the comments that were being made was they're going to make changes that makes the character more appealing because it's going to be a standalone film, uh, which is not what fans want. So uh, we will see with that, however, delay on that one. Next one here, COD Modern Warfare 2 will feature a third person mode for BR. Three new modes announced, Knockout, Eliminate the Enemy Team or Grab and Hold uh, the Neutral Objective to win the round. Prisoner Rescue, it's win the round by successfully extracting the prisoner. And then Invasion. Uh, a frontline slayer mode with a with the ground war maps uh, where you push the frontline further into your enemy's territory to win uh, so a couple cool uh, game modes announced I, i've been watching a lot of the beta gameplay um, looks fun looks really good um, as far as the game goes level design looked great movement looked fantastic uh, it looked fairly smooth uh, bullet reg was clean um, ADS, uh, ADS was smooth and snappy recoil was fairly low and, and satisfying 
it just it looked like a good entry for cod um so this one's gonna be like even though i don't play cod very long you know i, I play it for like the first week before people figure it out and then once it stopped being fun i just stop uh, this might be one of those ones where it's like you know i might i might be able to get some some fun out of it and, and actually make it worth it um however the third person on br is kind of big i mean anybody that plays uh PUBG, you know or its predecessor player unknowns battle royale I'm sure it's going to be lobby specific and, and preference and stuff like that, but the ability to pull out third person gives the BR feel, you know, it's like Warzone, it felt, it was a BR, but the original BR always had that third person, you know, the original BR, uh, you utilized it, you swapped it back and forth, you did do wall peaks, you know, corner peaks and stuff like that, but you know, you, you, you utilized it and, and everybody was kind of just playing with the same broken mechanics, <laughs> you know, so you made do and, and out of making do you kind of established a way for the game to be played, you know, and people will argue as to whether or not you should do that, have that blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's cheating, corner peeking and, and stuff like that. It's like, well, it's just how it was made. You know what I mean? It was just how it was. So you, you dealt with it and, and you learned with it. And you played it you know and 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 because of that that's just it was part of br back then so them adding it uh it's it's fun it looks like it's fun and and it actually might bring me back to br for a little bit next one here blade runner sequel series announced blade runner 2099 uh and it is i think yeah, it's it's shopped at amazon right now too so i think it's going to be popping up on amazon uh, a lot of talk how it's going to stay true to the original films and yada yada um, yeah, I'm not sure if it needs it. Blade Runner is a very particular film where you got to be really in the mood and, and, and not in the headspace to get bored or distracted because it is a very slow movie. Uh, Blade Runner 2099 is very beautiful and, and shot well and the acting's well. However, it is also slow. So a TV show, I'm not sure. As far as the pacing, it's going to have to be a little bit different. So, uh, we will see that, uh, popping up on the Amazon, uh, Prime uh, I would say probably in the next year or two, but uh, no dates or anything like that announced for that. Um, next one here, G4 TV already suffering massive losses as they cut their workforce just a year after relaunching. Uh, not much to say here. It's kind of sad to see. Um, you know, they had it on, on networks. People don't really watch TV very much anymore. And the team was fairly big. I think it could have been handled pretty low key, handful of people and, and done as like a YouTube channel and made well over enough to keep it going um, but i just i don't think that g4 can can kind of survive in the in the free consumption world of of like post youtube and stuff like that i mean youtube was around back then however it wasn't it wasn't what it was now you know uh now it's a bit different you can go and find a thousand people talking about the same topic uh that's not how it was back then and, and you kind of you got on it for for the kind of the camaraderie that you got from the team on the show and the way they came back was a little cringy and 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 just out of time you know so uh best of luck for them hopefully they they, they can downsize accordingly and, and and save it but yeah unfortunately they're cutting their workforce next up the guardians of the galaxy holiday special is confirmed as a special presentation it's clarification by james gunn states that these special presentations are properties that exist within the mcu but are not a part of the films or series um so it's like I don't know what's a good example i mean it's like a it's like a movie it's like the movie in home alone right keep the change of filthy animals it's like if if there's an entire movie of that guy <laughs> like that's an actual movie that he was watching but it only existed within you know 
the lore of of Home Alone, then that's basically what these special presentations are. You know, at one point you might even see, you know, one of the characters watching uh, the werewolf film coming up. You know, I, for, I forgot what it was, Werewolf by Night. You know, you might see one of the characters watching that in like the background or something like that on their TV or, or something, you know, so that's kind of what it is. Special presentation is kind of signify. It's like this is MCU, but it's fun. It doesn't hold any weight in, in storytelling or progressing the MCU. So just sit back and enjoy it. Uh, it's just some fun. Totally going to watch that movie. Uh, it Like we talked about it last week. It looks it looks one of the more enjoyable pieces coming this year for sure. But uh, just from MCU in general, just the creativity of it and just kind of the willingness to be corny cheesy so uh, i love it we'll, we'll see this one's a fairly big one halo's david berger the slip space engine lead has announced he will also be leaving 343 industries just a week after 15 year veteran bonnie ross declares that she is leaving as well so they are freaking out they are trying to figure out anything they can do and people are bailing this is pretty bad this is really bad like these are the two most important people for infinite I think uh, I think they were just kind of done with the toxicity and stuff like that. So it's a bit unfortunate, but hopefully, if we get some people in there that can save it, uh, Halo Infinite can actually be be redone in a manner that that's respectful to the the epicness of of Halo as a, as a franchise. Um, I saw some bunny ears in there that it's just like, oh no, look, <laughs> it's pretty cheesy. It's like you have all this 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 horrible stuff going down internally. You got the game broken still, and the, the, the net code is absolute trash. And then you see them focusing on releasing holographic bunny ears that you can buy with money. Pretty bad, pretty bad. So uh, we will see. It's, it sucks to see them go, but, you know, if, if, if it means better results, then, then hopefully we get some. Next up here, Sony receives exclusive quest line in Hogwarts Legacy titled Haunted Hogsmeade Shop. Which me personally, I'm devastated. It's if one thing you're 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 withholding a quest line from the game that I've anticipated for like three and three and a half years. Uh, secondly, it's spooky. I don't appreciate that because I like to absorb everything spooky. I'm like a nut for Halloween and fall. This is like my time of year. Uh, and the fact that they're gonna have a, a, a haunted theme quest line that I can't play because I don't own a Sony console. Uh, you know, I hope COD gets purchased. <laughs> I hope COD goes exclusive. I hope they don't even sell versions of COD. I hope that it's only Game Pass. If I can't get that Haunted Hogsmeade <laughs> quest, you guys can't get COD. That's why. That's my opinion. Uh, I don't have Garrett here to balance me out, but uh, I'm pretty salty about this one for sure. If, if we're really talking about hurting gamers, I feel hurt, right? And they don't care. So I, I shouldn't care about their acquisition issues with Microsoft. <laughs> that's, that's my venting. Uh, but yeah, keep that in mind. If you're going to get any version of of Hogwarts Legacy, you're going to be without that one quest unless you have it on Sony. Next one here, GoldenEye 007 coming to Nintendo Switch and Xbox Game Pass, but will not feature a multiplayer mode on Game Pass, and the fan base is shook. Uh, I'm not sure about the Nintendo Switch if it's going to have multiplayer, or maybe. Uh, however, I do know that the Xbox Game Pass has been clarified to not have a multiplayer mode, which everybody knows that's why everybody loved... I mean, 007 was dope back in the day. I played it a ton. Um, I actually didn't play too much of the multiplayer except when I was at like friends' houses, but everybody knows like that was like the multiplayer, right? And I want to say it was the first, but it was one of the first multiplayer shooter experiences that you could enjoy, and it was one of the relatively uh, few experiences you could have on N64 with that. So 
Uh, hopefully the game looks good. I mean, hopefully it feels good too on like a controller or, or mouse and keyboard if it carries over to PC Game Pass. Because uh, I actually enjoy that game. I remember the, the music and the environments and the characters and the horrible face designs. Uh, I remember the dam. I remember ugh, I remember all that. So uh, I'd love to get back to it and play it. Um, I'm kind of interested in the Switch version, to be honest. That seems like a game I'd enjoy having mobile and just kind of be able to play it like on a plane, stuff like that. So uh, we will see. I didn't see a date for that one. Um, you know, I do apologize, but it is what it is. Next one here, God of War trailer drops featuring gameplay, plot details, and an appearance in a fight with Thor. Get Mjolnir, you get Thor handling the hammer and fighting. I think there's a, a clash between the uh, the axe and the hammer. Uh, super good. Uh, it looks enjoyable. Uh, and if you're into those games, uh, definitely check out the trailer. HBO acquires Andrew Callahan's Channel 5 documentary about the January 6th Capitol riots. Uh, super dope. It's a YouTuber. Um, Andrew Callahan used to have a channel called uh, All Gas No Breaks. Awesome, awesome segments where he goes to these, you know, there are events and things, gatherings that you wouldn't typically expect uh, somebody to just waltz into and start asking people questions, but he does. Um, now, whether or not he was there on January 6th and got footage and got all this and interviewed people, I have no idea if it is, then huge huge deal lining up with with hbo huge on that one so uh, good for him he got screwed over with uh, like a manager or somebody that was in charge of all gas no breaks they took the channel from him and basically like kicked him out um and then he went and made channel five and then just continued doing his thing and, and has just excelled since and uh, the way he handles interviews is entertaining it's it's respectful it's funny it's just he does it well. He, he, he looks, you know, he's just like a young kid. Let's say young kid. He's in it's probably like early 20s or whatever. But, you know, he goes out there in his beige suit and his, his sneakers. And he's, you know, shirts untucked. And he's just out there and interviewing people. And they're just going on and on and on. Just, you know, go to Sturges and just talk to a bunch of people. And they're just all drunk and belligerent. And, you know, it's, it gets dodgy at times. But uh, very entertaining. So uh, all gas, no breaks. If you can find those original videos. But Channel 5 is the uh, is the youtube channel to check out uh next one discord is now integrated with xbox consoles and allows direct comms between pc users uh and cell phone users for discord to console users uh, on xbox live which is awesome i know my last experience there was a time where uh, i was playing xbox uh, i was playing sea of thieves and i was jumping back and forth between pc and console and um being able to be in discussions like comms with people while on PC with people that were in groups on Xbox was fairly difficult. Uh, so now that they're combining the two, they're going to utilize the Discord platform uh, for the comms. And that's super clear, super high quality. Uh, and you'll be able to connect those two communities uh, fairly seamlessly. And it's going to be nice. Unfortunately, I didn't get an opportunity to fire up the Xbox and test the feature. Uh, however, I can't really consider that to be any negative you know effect because to be honest it was a bit outdated uh previously so to see xbox live getting a little um uh, you know upgrade on on their voice comms is, is nice and this is like the most solid choice you could take you know and lastly here we did get an announcement of the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom and that was clarified it's tears of the kingdom people were speculating online even asked um, if it was Tears of the Kingdom or Tears of the Kingdom, however it is, Tears. And that releases May 12th, 2023. 
that's going to round it up for this week's episode of the Nerd Chatter Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed a little bit rapid fire on the news delivery this week. Um, I mean, ideally, we're going to try to keep these shows a little bit shorter than uh, we have been. Try to keep them around an hour. Uh, so in the future, we're probably going to pick a handful of things to talk about in the roundup really quick and then just rattle off the rest and kind of divert people to the Twitter so they can look up on these articles themselves uh, and try to keep things down to a little more of a, of a confined time time space, for like an hour and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um, but, you know, if you want to check out some of our social media, we have Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, all that good stuff at Nerd Chatter Show. Uh, do some live streams over on Twitch. Probably check that out on Saturdays afternoons uh, or midday, what have you, around there. You can also find all the episodes of the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Uh, basically anything, just type in Nerd Chatter Podcast and we will be there. Uh, if you're interested in becoming part of the community, you can join our Discord where we share some random things, uh, the free games of the weeks, trailers, leaks. You would have definitely seen the Rockstar leak if you are in there. Uh, so definitely head on over there and, you know, get in on it a little bit. And also you can head on over to our Patreon, uh, where we have Patreon specific content for our supporters. Uh, we've done things like talk about our, like, you know, top three Star Wars games, talking about Ryan Johnson, stuff like that. And we'll release certain episodes early and stuff like that. So if you're, you know, interested in supporting the show, feel free on heading on over there. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, links are in the description below. And if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, you can head on over to our website, nerdchatter.com. Uh, and you know, head on over to any of our social medias from there to find out what you need. So this show is done uh, solo mode. So next week we'll have Garrett back and uh, we will continue. Hopefully get some uh, juicy news coming up in the following week. Maybe some, some updates on the Rockstar stuff and the, and the blackmail <laughs> that this leaker is, is attempting to do. So uh, interesting stuff. So you guys take it easy. Like.